Hello and welcome to the Boss Lane Podcast. It's your boy, Ugo. It is getting closer and closer. Uh, we're going to have football very soon. Um, the fixture list came out, so you know, check that out if uh, you haven't seen that yet. Of course, we all knew that we were going to be playing Tottenham. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's drawing ever closer. I think we're about 13 days or so uh, from from uh, having football and I'm, I'm really, really excited. I am um, buzzing for it. I can't wait. Um, you know, been watching a lot of uh, training uh, highlights and clips and, you know, watching the boys. It's, 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 that is exciting, but just can't wait for the real deal. And uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting that that's coming up. Uh, in preparation to the restart of the Premier League, uh, the Premier League have been condu- conducting COVID tests and uh, I think relatively speaking, the results have been uh, great. Um, I think the last round of testing had just one person who was um, who tested positive. So it does seem like um, they're doing very, very well in trying to um, you know, take the, the necessary precautions and steps um, before um, the, the league is reopened. Um, but before I jump into some of the things I want to talk to talk about today. I want to talk about, um, you know, some of our expectations, really talk about expectations is a big deal. Uh, what, what, what can we expect and what can't we expect and things like that. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the Tottenham game. Um, I think we, um, also heard that the Premier League is going to allow five subs in a game. So we'll t- touch up on that. And finally, we'll talk about transfers, uh, you know, Timo Werner and all the rest going to Chelsea and you know what that means for Manchester United and, and how our transfer window could be shaping up shaping up uh, for the future. Uh, but before I uh, start with all of this, I wanted to highlight the fact that um, you know there are protests going on all around the world with regards to the killing of George Floyd. Um, it's been interesting times and I think it's very very important for everyone to have these conversations. It's great that. Um, there is an open forum for people, um, minority people, people who are disenfranchised, people who are, you know, probably racially abused and things like that. Being able to have a voice to speak up and have an opportunity, a platform uh, to express their, 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 you know, their struggles, their experiences and things like that. Uh, we do live in a world where, um, unfortunately, um, the things that separate us seem to be more popular than the things that um, that unite us. And and hopefully the, the conversation highlights the fact that there are a lot of things that human beings have in common, regardless of um, their economic, um, you know, class or their racial uh, profile and, and things like that. Um, there's just a lot of things that, you know, that, that unite us and, you know, for instance, um, most of us who are Manchester United fans, regardless of where we come from, uh, where we grew up, uh, we love the we love we love the game, and you know it's there's no color uh, when it comes to Manchester United. All of us, you know, bleed red. All of us love the game the, the same way and enjoy uh, you know supporting our team in that sense. And it's in the same way, I think there are a lot of things where we we unite, and I I think that um, as we as we move forward in a, in a new era. Um, that there will be more tolerance, there will be more accountability from the police and, and, and other members of society in, in treating these minority groups and giving them an opportunity or equal opportunity to be prosperous and to 
to be happy and get the, the best things in life. I thought I should say that because um, obviously it's a team right now, but, and I think, um, you know, I think it's, it's one of those topics that maybe typically, you know, could be sensitive, but um, yeah, it, you know, it's great to have the platform and, and the opportunity to express that, you know, we should do better. And it's not just for uh, blacks and, and uh, other minorities, it's also about gender inequality, it's also about uh, economic inequality, and it's about, you know, those sort of things. We have to be, even about people's sexual orientation, as, as, as an example, um, I think um, we, we need to do better as, as a people uh, to be more emotionally intelligent, to be more um, mindful about, you know, the things that we say and the way we act with people. I think that's really, really important that we are mindful about how we act uh, so that it doesn't impact the next person regardless of what color you are and you know we do see sometimes where people might be um you know acting in a way that offends other people regardless of you know who they are and things like that so i think it's really critical to have those conversations across the board regardless of uh, what racial uh, pro um, profile you identify with and things like that anyways Moving on to football, um, it is exciting, like I said, to have football back. And the first thing, the thing I really want to talk, talk, talk about today is expectations. I mean, what can we expect? I mean, what can we expect with football coming back? And it's hard to say, well, for sure. I mean, you know, I, I know, some people have made, you know, some prediction about what's going to happen. And it's really, really difficult for you to make any predictions. Um, everybody has been away for the same period of time. People who, you know, clubs that had... Uh, injured players have them back, just like us. We have Pogba and Rashford back and things like that. Uh, Axel Tanzabi and other players who are back, uh, you know, playing football. So as far as I'm concerned, it's 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 really difficult to say what's going to happen, but which is really, really exciting as well, because, you know, I, I, you know, can't wait to see. But I think going by United's form before the break, um, you know, there, there are a lot of things to be happy about. We're playing really beautiful football. Um, Bruno Fernandes had settled in very, very nicely. Ojani Gallo had been banging in goals and great supports, uh, backup striker for, for Anthony Martial. Um, Mason Greenwood was doing great. Uh, when, you look, when you look at our players, our front, front, front line is really solid. Um, so Martial, um, you know, on 16 goals, I believe, and uh, Rashford on 19 goals. Uh, Greenwood on, I think, 11 or 12 goals. Um, and then you have, you know, the likes of Odioni Gallo, who's, you know, I think banged four goals uh, in, in, you know, what, four stats or something like that. So it's it's impressive, right? It's, it's impressive to see that our, we have a very solid front line in the midfield. Um, our midfield players are, are beginning to be, you know, do well as well. Um, so uh, Bruno obviously has been the creative spark and having Pogba back as well. And, you know, when we look at the, the, the training videos and pictures, it does seem like, you know, they will be, you know, striking up a really decent partnership moving forward. You can see a smile on Pogba's face and things like that. And hopefully it does help Pogba to have someone like Bruno around to take off the pressure uh, and, and things like that. So I, I am really, really excited. I think in terms of expectations, we have to be very realistic. Um, I, I would like to, to see things from a, you know, in, in, in the in the full context most of the time and there's a few things we need to take take into consideration manchester united started the season uh, had some injury injuries that really led to a very very poor um few you know weeks or or, or months 
uh, where we really struggled and, and that set us you know back. So we're not where, where we, we're supposed to be, but now we do have an opportunity to get to, into the top four. Now, if we don't get into the top four, it's not the end of the world. I think when we're starting the season, it, you know, we didn't believe that we'd get into top four. We didn't have the squad. It's the very first season for Ole, bringing players in, gelling them in, building a culture, building the foundational basis for us to move forward. So I hope people will temper the expectations with the you know bigger context and the bigger picture because obviously we're still a growing team and we're doing uh, as much as we can to continue to build. Uh, while we have some really exciting players, we want them to gel. So I don't know how you know Bruno and Pogba are gonna gel in this first few weeks. Maybe they need some time to get to that point, right? I mean, I, I, as you can imagine, Victor Lindelof and um, and Harry Maguire needed time as well to gel together. The back four needed time to gel together. So it does take time, and I hope people will be willing to give the team some time. Now everyone is starting on a fresh slate. Some people will start more quickly. Other people will lag. We don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know how it's going to affect us. But I think what's really important is that um, we support the team wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, keep our criticisms to constructive criticisms if things go wrong. Um, you know, highlight what's wrong with the game and, and forget, you know, finding who to always blame or, you know, attacking the coach, attacking the players and things like that. We're past that now and it's very, very important. I think even in the broad conversation of, you know, racial abuse online and social and things like that, it is very, very critical now that people respect other people. These public figures are not there to be you know attacked or anything like that that's not what we're all about we should enjoy the game and when the game is not going to our expectations we should just you know see it as one of those things didn't go well we want manchester united to win we've enjoyed winning in the past and things like that and we want to get back there and i, I do see that we are building towards that and uh, i think people should be more um, appreciative of what the club has done in the past couple of weeks uh, months and, and uh, you know in the past couple of in a, in a year or so and i think there there is um good news um to 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 and things to to be happy about now talking about the Tottenham game, uh, specifically going to meet Jose again uh, this time um, in London, it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, and again, it goes back to expectations. I have no idea what's going to happen in the game. I, you know, before the the break, I would have said, yeah, Manchester United were in, were in a better position to win the game. Right now, I can't say because they're going to have all their players back. So it's difficult to, to predict, right? But it's going to be an exciting game. Tottenham is a very, very good team. They have very good players. So you can expect that they're going to play uh, very well. Jose is a decent manager. Um, obviously, you know, didn't work out at Manchester United. Yeah, but he still has, you know, a way to get 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 wins. And, and he's had time to plan, which, which can be deadly sometimes. But in the same vein, I... You know, our team is just so amazing at the moment that you can't just write us off, right? You just have, like, you have to pay attention to the fact that our team is doing very well. And you, you couldn't just say, oh, we're, we're going to lose or anything like that. It's hard to say because we do have a very decent team as well. But it's going to be an exciting game. It would be nice to see some battles in the midfield. We're going to see what team he goes out with. Now, if you ask me what midfield, because I think midfield is probably the biggest question that we need to answer with regards to that game against Tottenham. Um, then there are a number of options that we can go with. And I, I think, yeah, most people would say, you know, Bruno and Paul Brad definitely starts in midfield, but I don't know if, if it's going to, if, if it's going to just throw Pogba straight in, Rashford straight in, it remains to be seen. But then again, you know, everybody has been out for three months. So it's not like <laughs> there's any uh, difference right now with the new games. I think 
it would have been nice to see some preseason games. I know they will have some behind closed doors and things like that. It would be nice to just, it would have been nice to see a few of them just to gauge exactly how we're doing and how we're playing and then maybe make some inferences and some predictions as to what we can expect. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have, we won't have that opportunity. But I think um, in the midfield, I think if we look at it, for me personally, I think Scott um, has played very, very well. I think he, he's one of my favorite midfielders at United for what he does and what, you know, the presence he brings in. But, you know, it, it worries me that he may not be, you know, getting the nod. Fred has been amazing as well. Do you drop Fred? You know, it's, there's so many questions. And, you know, Ole would have to make a lot of decisions, obviously, um, you know, in terms of kind of team selection. But, um, you know, you know, how do you drop? You, you can't drop Pogba as well. Pogba is an amazing midfielder. Um, so I don't know. Um, people have said Matic, Pogba, Bruno. People have said Fred, Pogba, Bruno. Um, I I like the idea of Scott, Bruno, Pogba as well, myself. Um, so there, there, there's just so many options. But um, we'll see what, what happens. And uh, it could be that Pogba is not starting as well. And, you know, and, and Pogba and Marcus are just, you know, um, ease into it, but we'll see how it goes a bit. But I think from the from what we're hearing from the training ground and from Ole and everyone, it seems like everyone is on equal footing in terms of fitness. Everyone is ready to play. Uh, the next thing I wanted to really talk about was the five subs, and this it does give Ole the opportunity to rotate more um, favorably. So it would give you know more players an opportunity, especially in the midfield side and the in the attacking side. Uh, so it's it's it is nice to have you know up to five substitutes. So you know when a game is won, you can you know rest people properly, and, and I think that's a good initiative to really help um, the um, the the Premier League, uh, especially since it's going to be a condensed version of nine games in a very very short span. So it does make sense to rotate in that sense in in, in that way. And um, so I, I I'm looking forward to rafts <laughs> rafter changes and things like that, which is going to be interesting to watch. But um, all, all the same, we're, we're in interesting times anyway. So I think, you know, all these changes uh, might be, you know, really, uh, you know, great for, 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 for football. And, and I, don't, I don't see why, you know, you know, substitutions are really, you know, we're, we're stuck up on how many, we should have three or five. I, I get, you know, wasting time and things like that is a thing, but there could be ways to, to make it much more efficient. So using things like the, the half time for, you know, substitutions and things like that. So, so it's more fluid, more people have an opportunity to play the game. So more people are not exhausted from a 90 game, um, 90 minutes game. Um, so I think there are some benefits to having the, the, you know, the five substitutes. Maybe you, you make two of those substitutes only at half time. You're, you're allocated two substitutes at half time and you can make um, three of those other substitutes at any time you want, maybe just so if so that you could, you know, manage the stoppages and things like that. I, I don't think anybody will be worried as long as people are fresh and people have an opportunity to play. Uh, teams with big squads can give people more chances to to, to have have fun and, and 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 show what they can do. I think that that would be really powerful. So I'm all for the five um, sub. Uh, uh, rule and I think that that would be really great and they can have nine people on the bench which is really amazing as well so it gives everyone an opportunity people can fight for for, for more positions now and people can be rest assured that they will get to play a part uh, even if it's for a couple of minutes for a number of minutes and things like that in the game um, yeah but it, it's really exciting um, you know we, we can't just wait I can't I can't wait I don't know I mean it's going to be uh, you know a few a few uh, you know 
a few days now and uh, we're going to get football back. So, yeah, hooray. <laughs> uh, and finally, I just want to end with transfers. Obviously, um, a lot is going on. Chelsea seems to be really active in the market. does seem like they have triggered uh, Werner's uh, release clause. Um, I think it's around £49 million pounds or something like that. Um, now, I know a lot of Manchester United fans are, are worried about, you know, the fact that Chelsea is going to get, um, you know, Timo Werner and, and things like that. And, you know, they're making moves for um, Chiwell. They already acquired Ziyech. And people seem to be, you know, <laughs> losing their stuff. Now, you know, I, I start, where I stand on this is I think our front line is great. I think we have a very, very good front line. Now, don't forget that Timo Werner has not played in the Premier League. We don't know how he's going to play in the Premier League. Probably he's going to tear it up and be a great striker as well. But, you know, you can't get all the players in. And sometimes you have to give, you have to show faith in the players that you have. And I think Anthony Martial, Mason Greenwood, Ojani Gallo, very solid front um, uh, forward players that, 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 that could, you know, that are very, very good. Like, the, you know, Anthony Martial is on 16 goals and he had a stint out as well. So it's, it's for me personally, I feel like, um, I, I feel like I'm, I'm comfortable with the, the front four that we have, the front uh, three that we have. It's great that Odeon is staying until January, which is great uh, news uh, for him uh, on a personal level. And I'd be me being Nigerian of Nigerian descent. I, um, I'm really happy for him. He's living out his dreams playing as a Manchester United player for a club that he supported um, you know, since he was a kid. And for him, he generally wants to be there. And we saw the effect that he had. We, have, we saw the impact he's having on the team. So we have to be shrewd and very smart about who we bring in. Bringing in a team of Werner, is he going to play from the bench? Is he going to start? I mean, for Chelsea, they need him. They need him. Tammy Abraham is the only out-and-out -out striker they have, really. Uh, Bashwai has not been great. So, you know, it makes sense that they want uh, to have um, a player of that nature. So, it's all fair play to them and you know we have to be content with what we have and contented with what we have and, and and move forward i think the areas where we need to to add players we need a right winger for sure and you know it's looking like Jaden sancho is going to be that guy so let's focus on that i think getting in someone like a Jaden sancho would be a good good place to go and like i said we do have a great pipeline of players coming from the academy we want to give them the opportunity to to fight for a place in the team so you don't want to clog it up with with players who have come from other places especially when you don't need them so um in terms of transfers that's it uh, we're still yet to understand if angel gomez is going to be signing a contract or not there were rumors that he was likely to stay we hope that he does stay but if he doesn't then it's you know it's it's good for him to go out and play get some football time and things like that but i do hope you know for the sake of kind of you know developing our own talent that he does get to stay and i'm seeing him in training he looks he looks sharp he's got a few goals that we've been able to see from these training clips and uh you know i i hope that you know that the 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 boisterous mood that these guys have in training is is brought into 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 the game as well against tottenham and uh, against sheffield and, and moving forward for the rest of the games um finally we do we're still in the fa cup final uh, sorry the fa cup and you know the fa cup is still going to go ahead the europa we're yet to get more information about how the europa europa is going to play out but we still have the opportunity to win uh some trophies this season and that would be really remarkable for ole and his staff if they're able to you know get that done um yeah and um yeah we, we, we keep on counting down and um you know i'm going to do more of these episodes as we as we count down towards the, the the season uh reopening and and restarting um again you know 
I hope all of you are excited as I am and uh, have a good one. Take, a, take good care of yourselves and peace.